second. Yeah, 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 I'm coming. Hold on. Ron? What are you doing here? There's something I need to tell you. Are we alone? Quick, grab anything you can. We gotta go. Is there a back door? They're coming. They're coming. Oh god, they're here. Go. Damn this wicked planet. Welcome to the Wicked Planet Podcast, episode 146. We are so, so, so very sorry. It is yet another Buckley and Kristen episode coming at you from the haunted garage. Ron is still, well, actually, I know I made a joke about him dying last episode, but it was just a prank, but we did receive some very, very sad news today from Aruba. Ron has died. Um, It was a very sad swimming accident. Uh, He, you know, he went out, he limped out into the the salty, salty sea, removed his shirt and was wading away in the water. And his man bosoms were so large that they carried him adrift into a current. And that current (laughs) drug him out to sea where he was partially drowning, um, but then a, a pirate ship spotted his man bosoms through their, uh, what do they call t- telescope, polidoscope, and they saw his man bosoms and how big they were and voluptuous and just bobbing up and down in the water like apples for kids ready to pluck out with their mouth. They saw these man bosoms. And they thought it was a, a woman that had floated away. So these pirates, they, they, they scooped Ron up. They brought him onto their pirate ship, and they just brutally and viciously raped him. What did they scoop him up with? And, until he died. And then they fed his corpse. Wait, he wasn't dead yet after all that floating <laughs> in the hot fucking And then they, sun. they fed his corpse to a bunch of tiger sharks. Wow. And so, unfortunately, his family is under great... You know, distress. Uh, his wife, though, she did she did remarry already. Um, you know, this happened on uh, Monday, and she got remarried on Tuesday. You know, there's some there's some people who are kind of have a problem with that. They're like, "Well, that was really fast." Me, you know, I'm kind of like, "Hey, you know what? Good for her." You know, lots of people they like to. You know, they like to hang on and, oh, wallow and wail and get really sad and be depressed for years, sometimes decades. Sometimes they never remarry. But, you know, I say just rip the Band-Aid right off and get right back to it because all you're doing is wasting time. What do you think, Kristen? 
I think I'm going to go back to doing the intros. Not that I ever was <laughs> doing them regularly, but I think what? I'm going to give it another shot next time. What's wrong? What was that? Was because you're you freaking about? cursing Ron. I'm cur- not cursing him. I'm just. He's I'm, not even back yet from the open freaking ocean. I am just are. updating the listeners on some some news that's happened, and I think they should know about it. So. Ron's fine. We haven't heard from him, but he's, he's fine. <laughs> He'll be back. They, Ron, Ron, <laughs> I ate your fucking saltines, and I am so sorry, but I was so hungry, and you don't keep snacks in here. And I'll let you know that I did you a favor, and I'm not replacing them because they were super still. So. so I have a question Thanks. for you, Kristen. Saltines aside. Yeah. That email from last week's show, that was, was that, <laughs> that was just Ron, wasn't it? <laughs> Literally no one. I made it up on the go. You made it up on the go? Yeah, Steve doesn't exist. I mean, there are plenty of Steves listening, but dude. <sighs> so you just made it up. Just made it up. Wow. See, like when you do jokes and funny stuff, you should draw from that side of yourself. Versus, I do. Versus wrong lane and like whatever. It's not wrong lane. Whatever. Maybe, maybe that's what just, you don't understand about the joke. Like you, <laughs> it's, it's that, wrong whatever mind, lane. Whatever mindset you had during that period of, you know, whatever you were doing creatively or just to fuck with me, that's what you should use more. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Sounds anyway, good. Ron's not really dead. He's still in Aruba. Is he on his way back? I think he's on his way back, right? I don't know. You know, I, I thought we were doing the one show, so to be honest, I only have my notes from the one show we did, and then I threw them away, like, on how to upload everything after, so I'm going to wing it tonight. Why would you throw those away? We needed those. I didn't know there was going to be a round two. I don't know what I was thinking. <sighs> All right. Well, anyway, i just like to bring up once again, you were late again. Okay. So says, second says, week in a row. Says the guy who got here after me. Yeah, I got here after you, but I was in the area. What the fuck? I was, I was on, here 10 I was minutes on, before I you. I was on task and target to make it here, but then you kept texting me. Being like, <laughs> I was giving you the courtesy text that yeah, there was traffic. Uh, 5, 525, 530, right. 545. Anyways, the people don't need to hear and then this all of a sudden, They're going to fast forward through us. We don't want to be fast forwarded through. I would just like to bring it up for two weeks in a row. Kristen was late. I actually wasn't. I'm the uh, only one that's always here waiting. No. Ron's always downstairs no. scrolling no. along, and then he comes up here and he scrolls some <laughs> hey. more, and then Buckley. Ron has a very know, stressful job. He, okay, he walks in with don't we all, and then Buckley walks in from the fucking beer cave with a sampler <laughs> of the week every week, and it's like, bro. First of all, what's your liver say about this? What does your all, liver have to say? My liver says, "Give me more, baby. Give me more, baby." To the grave, Kristen. To the shallow, shallowy grave. First of all, Ron's a very stressful, stressful job, okay? So it's not cool for you to make fun of his I'm scrolling. I'm not making fun of him. He needs to scroll, Kristen. For that to, dopamine. To decompress from all the hillbillies and, and rednecks and townies that come in here. And they're like, Ronald, can you fix my, my Chevy piece of shit rusted out bucket truck that doesn't have any tires? And by okay. the way, can you tell me about Sasquatch and the history of this? And he's just like, I ain't got fucking time for this. Where are my, where are my fucking smokes? And me, you know what I do to decompress, Kristen? What? I drink. Oh, clearly. So you leave us alone. You hear me? You and your you leave me and Ron alone. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was you and your uh, we don't need We don't need your condescending, patronizing remarks. <laughs> I wasn't. Remarks, I scroll too. Comments. I'm just saying when it's time to podcast, it's time to podcast. Whatever you say. Okay, okay, okay. Enough of this. Let's move on. For real. 
Just uh, <clears throat> just don't ever, you know, be mad at us for being late when you were late every day this week. I was literally and last week you. Or I'm not going to say it again. Days. Okay, anyway, moving on. Uh, <clears throat> some updates, some housekeeping. Kristen got a piano. I did get a piano. Thank you very much. Did you have it last week? No, you didn't. No. All right. But I do have it now, and I'm excited, and I've been practicing a little bit every day. So it's it's good. It's very nice. Sounds you know, nice. Feels nice. The hard part is keeping my cat off of it because that really irritates me. Don't just, touch uh, my stuff. Remy, roommate. I'm just kidding. I'm really nice to my cat, but like stay off my fucking piano. Do you bro. refer to your cat as a roommate? Sometimes. Yeah. When he's acting like one. Oh my God. So you're like, you're like in the beginning stages of like being a cat lady. What do you mean? Like one of those. I've ladies, had him for seven one years. One of those ladies like that lives in the same apartment for like. 35 years and they, and they just acquire stuff and they never dust so everything's just a little too dusty but there's like seven or eight cats and That's like disgusting. a couple stacks of empty cat tin like no, you know wet we don't do wet that. cat food we don't play that game and then like eventually eventually someone comes in because they're concerned about you and they're like it smells terrible in this apartment from the hallway that's going to be because I'm we, dead and no one can, will check on me. And we can hear a lot of cats. And then when they come in to check on you. All that's left are bones because my cats have eaten me. No, no. You're just asleep or you're in your you're in your rocking chair or whatever. Covered in Watching cat like old reruns of The Price is Right. What the fuck? Or like deal or, when do you think or, I was deal born? or no deal. When do I you said think old I was reruns. Born? I said old reruns. I know, but I and still. And this is going to be the thing, Kristen. This is going to be the thing. You're, they're going to see you and they're going to be like, hmm. And they're going to be doing like a wellness check and being like, well, we're going to look around the place. And the, they're going to look in the bathroom and it's going to be absolutely disgusting. And then they're going to go into the refrigerator and open the refrigerator. And they're going to come to the eerie conclusion that you have no groceries. And that, okay, for many, that part is true. For many, many <laughs> a years, and this could be true right now, just, by the, part just by the information that you've given me. For many, wow. many years, you've been surviving in this apartment with these cats, and you've been eating cat food. No, I have not. Because that's the only food <laughs> in the house. No, I, I have more than cat food. It's dry food for one, because uh, what cat food is fattening. And, well, I don't know if it's fattening. It's just easier to control the calories when it's dry for my cat. And then um, it keeps their teeth cleaner when it's dry food. Mm. Less of a stinky breath. All right. I have some news for you, Kristen. Do you want to hear it? Probably not. <sighs> I didn't want to hear it either, but like a bunch of people sent it to me and I didn't really know what to do. Oh, how great I was. What? No, actually no one's ever said that to me. Oh, most people are like, <laughs> I got, I got, <laughs> an, I literally got another message that says fuck Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> most people are like, what? Like, Oh God. Like she just, she, she just sounds like she oozes. Anyways, like she maybe oozes. I do. do. And you somebody ooze, someday somebody is going to be into it. Somebody wants an oozing woman, right? Do you ooze when you like when you move <laughs> through life? Do you just of course you I like do. ooze through life? Like, I mean, it doesn't sound like that, but I am oozing like through life. Once in a while, a bubble pops around your like slime. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the news is. Um, 
well, obviously people think I'm way cooler than you. <laughs> you don't want to even have Hands me. down. You know I'm uploading the shows, right? Like Ron's having me <laughs> upload the show, so I can put probably a poll in there. and uh, We can you put should. it live in Living Color. Who's you better? Should. I'll win. We might have to. And just, it, even if you do win, we all know that data is corrupt and, you know, it's just numbers and computer. But the news I want to update you on, mm-hmm. Kristen, is that in Atkinson, New Hampshire – which is just north of the Mass Holachusets border. There was a diaper spa that opened up. What is that? <laughs> so a diaper spa is it was opened by a doctor. Is that for Yonis? I believe it was her name is Doctor Murphy or something like that. Uh she studies like I think it was psychology and sexology and shit like that, and she's like a licensed doctor. But she opened this diaper spa for adults. Mm-hmm. You have to be twenty one to enter, and it's for the this community of people that are identify essentially as children. Wow! And they wear diapers, and the whole they're <laughs> the, booked. The whole thing around this diaper spa is that, like, this community can go in there. There's different, uh, you know, there's different packages. Like, there's play dates. There's, like, ones for an hour. And an hour is, like, two or $300 to book here. A whole day is, like, 1500 bucks. And um, essentially, it's, like, they treat you like a child while you're there. And it's for this specific group of people the abbreviation is like it's like uh, D B L P or it's diaper. I don't know. Just, you, if you just type in diaper spa, all this shit will come up. But it's basically to like treat and help these people, this group of people that are identify as children and they wear diapers. You fucking with me? I am not fucking with you. This is something that's going on. The town of Atkinson, there's, you know, a lot of people are uh, very wary and kind of like, what the fuck is this shit? Because any normal person would be like, okay, this is seems fucked. It just seems, yeah, it seems like really fucked. Like, is there something? Is there something sexual going on? Like, what does the sexologist part have to do with it? What is she using that knowledge for? First question. Second question: Do you have to bring your own diaper? Third question: Do they fucking do? Do they change you? Do you have to use the diaper? What's up with the diaper? So I think, uh, well, so the doctor herself said. So this this community of people, first of all, that is. Um, the diaper wearing people <laughs> and who identifies as children, not fucking normal, not mentally, you know, a norm. Right. So they wear diapers obviously. And so oh, basically yeah. like throughout life essentially. Gotcha. So like, and you, so you probably don't most of the time notice it or if you do, you're like, okay, maybe this person just is Weird. like retarded and needs to wear diapers. But secondly, the doctor herself says there is nothing sexual about the, her business that she's opening up in New Hampshire and with the community typically because the behavior is all coming from like 
typically trauma or abuse or or mental shit that they have from trauma or abuse and that the diaper in the identifying as a child is to it's a coping mechanism basically to deal with that shit even though the the identifying as a child and wearing a diaper are they are in fact fetishes but i guess not all fetishes are sexual right i guess so what do you think, Kristen? You know, I was wondering the same thing earlier today, not about diapers, but about trees, because what? I am I'm severely attracted to trees. And I had to stop for a second and I was like, wait a second, am I sexually attracted you? to trees? And Ew. then like immediately I was like, No, I'm not sexually attracted to trees. I'm just like super freaking attracted to them. So I Are you high? <laughs> What the fuck is have you been eating a little extra cat food this week? No, I did have stale saltines though. What is wrong um, with you? Was yeah, that a- the diaper thing is oh. weird. <laughs> no, just because like the fetish and not every every fetish being a sexual fetish. Like I know trees aren't fetishes, but that's where my mind went because earlier, basically every single day of this week so far, I've logged on to work, and you know how pretty the trees look right now with all like the heavy snow on them. It's just so beautiful. Fair enough. They are like the painted trees on a winter portrait type of painting. Yeah. And all I've been thinking about is like. As I log on to work, this is fucking bullshit. Like, I should be getting in my car, driving I be out, out in the woods. Yeah, driving to the Kangamangas and just, like, sitting, laying in the woods. Well, no, you should be walking through the woods. Well, yeah, be drive there, park, get out, walk, and then hopefully get abducted by aliens and not fucking have to come back. Anyway. But, yeah, I mean, so how, when's your, uh, when did you book your session for, for the diaper depot? Well, that's the thing. I think I need to go down there to do some investigating uh, investigative journalism well you're on your own so i was thinking i'm gonna ask for donations i'm gonna put my venmo <laughs> out there people if you could please please send me any dollar helps oh, any wow. amount helps because i you know it's just purely for journalism and, and and research for the show need to book a diaper session a diaper spa day maybe <clears> just <throat> a couple hours because you can do like you know two three hours um wow so what you want you want to donate or do you want to do it? I as neither, well? neither, <laughs> neither. I'm just blown away by the whole idea. Honestly, like people can literally start businesses with any idea, and I'm just sitting here logging on to work. Like, why can't I be? I mean, well, apparently it's all therapeutic, like shit, supposedly. But like, there's this problem where it's like the people of Atkinson. And other people as well are just like, what the fuck is this shit? And I kind of agree with them. Like, it's confusing. Unless you have, unless you have like severe mental, uh, cognitive, uh, deficiencies. (laughs) 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 Woo! Had to get that one out. And, or like motor function, organ function, like like basically if you're retarded or your organs don't work and you're like shitting or pissing yourself or something like that, like a medical issue, and like you literally just can't hold it in or like you're so like mentally we get disabled. It. You shouldn't be wearing a diaper your pants. if you're above age. Okay. Like, well, the, th- the thing is you shouldn't be condoning this th- behavior. You shouldn't True. be condoning people identifying as children and wearing diapers, especially adults and going to some sort of spa where they, they enable the behavior. That's like not 
that's not a, a reality-based – I mean, I, I guess in some means it is a reality-based because it's happening, but, like, you shouldn't – you shouldn't be condoning or enabling people to, to well, do this. Well, the part that's going to bother me the most is when insurance starts covering people to go for these spa visits for their for their treatment, but I can't get coverage for, I don't know, like, um, a good example. I, I can't really think of one off the top of my head, but, like, I mean, just mental health, honestly, is, like, a hard enough of a battle to get. You, it's easy to get coverage, but to find a right therapist, and then if you don't like this one and want to go to a different one, they, like, fight you on it. They're like, well, you can't keep hopping around, and it's like, well, then how the hell? I've got to find someone that clicks, but, right. like, that's a that's a hassle, or to get coverage, just to get the disability for the concussion. Like, that right. was, a, everything's a hassle, but I bet these people, these diaper-wearing adults are going to have, like, you know, full coverage for their, their whatever that you're calling this. I mean, who knows? I just think, like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm being uh, uh, maybe I'm being too hard on these people, or, or uh, you know. Well, how what have they been doing for treatment before these spas? I don't know. They I just feel I that. just feel like you should like if you're a therapist or like a doctor or anybody in that kind of medical field that's advising people, you know, in a therapeutic setting or medical setting, you should literally be like what the, f- like, well, obviously you're not going to be like, what the fuck, but you should be like, no, this is not normal behavior for an adult. You need to stop doing this. It's kind of like the same shit we're doing to kids that want to identify as like a vulture or a hawk or a cat or all this. And we're enabling and like, you know, schools are being like, yeah, let's put litter boxes and shit in the, the bathroom so kids can use them or, or it's like they're suspending kids cause they don't want to fucking, you know, identify someone as a cat or a wolf or whatever. It's like kind of the same behavior instead of being like, no, you're not a fucking wolf. You're not a fucking cat. You're a, a kid. Like, I get it's fun to pretend if you're young, like it's fun to pretend that you're an animal once in a while. But yeah. you, we are not going to treat you as such. Like, it's because weird. that is not a standard of society. But I think the wokeism, leftism shit, just like there's this whole culty culture that just like wants people to enable this these weird ideologies and and whether it's to destroy the youth or to destroy humanity as a whole um i i'm it's got to be one or both of those things mm-hmm. but i think it you know people need to just start being like no fuck that shit i'm not i i don't care like i'm sorry if it hurts your feelings if i'm like you're a, a girl and you want to be a man but I'm just going to be like, no, you're Maybe not in the next life, kid. Sorry. Yeah. And, and like, if it hurts your feelings, I'm just that I'm going to be like, no, you're not a fucking woman. Do you know what I mean? Or sorry, you're not a man. You're a woman or vice versa. Like, or you're not a wolf or sorry, you're not a fucking, you're not a child and you shouldn't be wearing diapers. Like, that's what people, I honestly think that's what people need to start fucking doing. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> Cause it's just like. I don't know. It's just, it's just, I think it's downgrading society mm-hmm. like significantly. And it's just like, it's just like hurting people. Like where are these kids? Like the, the kid that you're enabling to, that, to be a wolf or whatever, or cat or. It's probably going to grow up to like fuck a zebra or like, like maybe eat a horse on the side of the road or some weird weird stuff or they're gonna they're gonna maybe snap out of it at like 32 or 28 or something big wait what the fuck i don't know like why were people in public schools or my or my friends or like 
are these uh, you know officials that psychologists, uh, school counselors, teachers, whatever? Like, why were they telling me that this was okay? So, like, basically, all I would have had to done if I didn't want to participate in school, if I could have been more self aware, or like, I don't know. The world is just so fucked up because anyone could literally. Like, I could be a kid right now. I could go to school. I could be my seven-year-old. Let's just say I'm eight years old right now, and I'm well aware of what's going on, and then I could just pretend to be anything I wanted, and everyone would go along with it and treat me as a, as what I want to be because I'm sure kids already are aware of that, that that's what's happening. That's what's happening. So I'm just like, I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry. <laughs> started <laughs> rambling. Oh man, Kristen's <laughs> fail at a rant. Wow, wow, <laughs> the longest day ever. Wow. But yeah, to go through life thinking, oh, I was gonna say is instead of participating and actually wanting to like put effort into life, I could have like literally gone to school and been like, no, I'm a wolf. Wolves don't read and wolves don't talk. Right, and then I could have like behaved any. F- like way I will fair away I wanted to and nobody wouldn't have been able to say anything or do anything about it and I just get through life like with a free pass like that just because well that's the thing it's very weird because it's like I'm sure if a kid identifies as a wolf or a cat or whatever it's like but you still gotta go to school and get good grades do you I don't know I think so do you get a pass when you like go to apply for college or like I don't know. I, I don't think you can just, like, identify as a wolf or a cat and then just, like, you know, go sleep in the corner and be like, yeah, I'm a cat, cat bitch, and I'm taking a cat nap. No. I think you still have to get good grades. So it just doesn't make any sense because it's like you're taking one, l- like, lunacy avenue of, co- of society and you're making an exception for identification of whatever you want to be. And then, but they still have to participate in school or class or whatever and get grades. It doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. I don't know. The town of Atkinson, though, in New Hampshire, has a petition going around trying to stop this whole thing uh, from having it in there in the first place. Um, The article said that it was, like, by a park. Like, it was really close to a park, and, like, they're concerned about that. And, you know, as of being one – that has worked in forensics, uh, psychology, as well as human services, which is where you work with, you know, people with criminal backgrounds and shit like that. And a big side of that is, you know, you work with sex offenders or uh, pedophiles. Um, And, you know, they got a lot of weird fetishes. And I do want to say that a lot of the people, a lot of, you know, sex offenders are people that have been offended or abused in the past. So, you know, I haven't looked too heavily into the diaper community, but I will say that, like, if you're sexually abused, um, you know, you you could have more of a tendency to abuse. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these diaper-wearing adults that are going to the diaper spa, you know, don't have these weird sexual uh, affinities for children or or pedophilia or fetishes where they like, you know, kids arouse them. I just would not be surprised at all. Yeah. Same. Especially cause like, you know, because the doctor is talking about a lot of this community is just using it as a mechanism for coping with previous abuse or, you know, one of the abuses is being assaulted or sexually assaulted as a child. Um, so, 
that's a little concerning to me uh, that because one of the big things that I worked uh, towards doing when I was working with, you know, offenders was you drastically, drastically work towards putting in behaviors, safety plans, uh, doing, you know, social skills work that is all based around not enabling their behavior towards fetishes, fetishes like this, because we had some people that, you know, had weird shit with diapers. I'm not going to get into that because it's disgusting. So we don't, don't need to disgust everybody. But, you know, putting up, you know, trying to make behaviors so it wouldn't enable people or offenders to reoffend or to enable or to have skills to work through any tendencies that might come up towards them offending. So it's concerning that there possibly could be people like this in this community and possibly whether it's a sexual fetish or not identifying as a kid or wearing a diaper, like whether it is or not, it's like, you don't want to enable that behavior because if it is a sexual behavior, then enabling that behavior could cause them to reoffend uh, or be sexually aroused and then possibly go out and offend again. So, you know, I think this person as like a, a licensed doctor should maybe possibly think about that more. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'm not obviously not a licensed psychologist or doctor. I just spent a, a while in the field. So I kind of know um, that that's one of the goals when working with any sort of like fetish offender or, you know, someone that possibly could offend. You don't want you want to do everything you can to not enable the behavior and uh, have skill have have the client use skills that you know they can have in their toolbox in case they have a tendency to offend. So I think it would be something that is uh, worth no, or it, it would be some like if there was a diaper, if it was a diaper spa. I don't know why the fuck they're calling it a diaper spa in the first place, because that's just like a, a flag for people to be like, what the fuck is this shit? Do you know what I mean? But like, you know, if it was a facility that worked with this client base and was like, okay, we're like a program or a facility that offers services to help you work towards not identifying as a child and not wearing diapers, then I would be, I would be okay with that because that would be, you know, working towards people, you know, going back to baseline of the normalities of society and not being like some weird fucking sub group of possibly offenders or possibly people that have, sexual arousal towards kids because if you're identifying as a child well who's say if you're sexually aroused you're not going to want to be sexual towards another child right someone of your mental age group or whatnot exactly yeah so i don't know do you have any final thoughts on that Kristen? you know i had some but i couldn't keep them in my mind long enough to hold on to them um so i don't there was something but maybe it'll come back to me. Maybe it will in time. Oh, isn't um, like the need for or like the the addiction to sex or sexual release or like masturbation or whatnot? I mean, I don't know if it really ties into diapers more, but more so like the sex aspect of it. 
isn't like the addiction part a like root cause not like the need of comfort or something along those lines i was reading something like that a couple weeks ago where people that are like addicted to masturbation or whatnot are really just missing out on like the need for comfort i mean i honestly i think I think it could be a number of reasons. Reasons like addictions are true. Lots of times they're like be, they're behavioral patterns that are formed in the brain that are like the way your neurons fire. I guess is essentially what makes up an addiction. Yeah, I guess anything that would feed what the dopamine center probably or well, a lot of it stems. A lot of like your behavior as an adult stems from what you went through as a child. Well, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, those behavioral patterns and firing neurons in your brain, you know, get set at a very young age. And, yeah, like, the thing you were talking about with comfort, like, say, you know, at a very young age, you're, I don't know, your parents didn't give you enough love or or comfort, or maybe you lived in an an environment that was, I don't know, stressful, chaotic, Uh, there was abuse going on, uh, or X, Y, and Z, number of, of negative things. So then maybe you go on to, you form that behavioral pattern at a young age. And then later in life as an adult, that comes through an addiction to whacking it. (laughs) Right. And so to feed that kind of lack of comfort and to feed the brain pattern that you've developed and ingrained in your life, that addiction comes through as masturbation, but it could also come through as like alcoholism or, you know, doing drugs or, uh, or just small things that you don't really even notice that you just do in your life that you just like do. Like maybe you veg out and watch a fuck ton of TV because it like comforts you somehow from something that happened in your childhood or, or you, you know what I mean? So there's not really one way to, to really like, you don't really know. That's what I'm saying. Like there are, you can do studies like, right. Like, uh, like I'm pretty sure there's a shit ton of studies that like, if you watch a lot of fucking porn nonstop, right. You have like erectile dysfunction. Like, so there is stuff like that. And that's kind of like a behavioral pattern, um, of addiction. Cause a lot of it is like with people that are like daily users of pornography that can't get it up. And you, so there is stuff like that. So, yeah, you can come to those conclusions, but I, I don't think it's necessarily one thing for anybody. Like, the reason why you do this is because of that. Like, it could be different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, everybody has sense. different, you know, everyone has different backgrounds, upbringings. And it's like, well, I could have experienced something really shitty, right? And developed all these behaviors for comfort, for, uh, for, for anger, for feeling lonely, whatever it is. But like you could have experienced something either not as bad in your childhood or way worse, right. Than I've experienced and it could develop same behavioral patterns, but to what level, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, you could be abused sexually as a child and turn into a sex abuser, or you could be abused sexually as a child and stand up for sex abuse. Right. And there are actually a lot of, uh, well, that's a big a big precursor to being an offender is being sexually abused in your past mm-hmm. by someone else, and it's so it's like a an abuse. It's a cycle of abuse that you know kind of. I wonder continues. how many people like how many people remember that versus how many people suppress suppress 
sexual abuse as a child because I bet your child's brain like tries really hard to protect you even though it's not yeah. you know so I wonder at what age usually that comes out for people or if it's just like if there's I'll have to look at statistics it's just interesting that's for sure well so your brain like if you experience really traumatic stuff you're like real like severely severely traumatic stuff your brain will access this trauma point where it will protect you like you were saying and basically like lots of people don't even remember yeah. what was happening and that's like a big side of the satanic torture stuff or like the brainwashing shit um it's like they do a lot of that stuff uh to access your like traumatic um whatever it's called the traumatic region of your brain that puts you into like this catatonic state where you don't really remember it because one they can have more like control over you and two they can also i I, i've read shit that says like in that state of being catatonic they can like kind of brainwash you more make you more susceptible to like uh whatever it is they want you to do um and then that part of the brain you know goes and stores it somewhere else in your body and then when you get out of that catatonic state you don't really remember so yeah there is that yeah and i literally am like living that because it's it's just interesting because i'm going through like different traumas as a child and then having that trauma center be kind of active and easy and vulnerable to manipulation and just absorbing that and then getting in like a, in a man- manipulative relationship for the like seven or eight years that i was in that yeah. And then getting out and being like not really remembering a bunch of it. Yeah. So like it's weird cuz like and that's like uh and now I'm just like trying to get out of like brain fog from that too. Well, you know? it's like the it's P- weird. the PTSD, the the whole trigger thing, right? Like people that go through trauma they get triggered. I know there's the whole like snowflakey like oh we're gonna trigger you but it's like a real thing where it's like oh fuck yeah like veterans when they get triggered by something and their ptsd like goes into enactment that's like it's kind of coming out of that stored protective traumatization center whatever you said and it's coming into real life and there's not much they can do about and that's the same like with um you know like the brainwashing thing too it's like the satanic shit where they torture you they get you in that state they brainwash you makes you susceptible to like whatever they want you to do and then it's like when they bring you out of that state then you go around and then they can trigger you with something it's like the same thing like i I worked with a client once who like the our staff saw just like something triggered him and he went into he wasn't like aggressive or anything he like literally went into like a state of being catatonic and just like kind of went limp yeah. And so. then like he was like he was like unconscious or in a coma and and then eventually he like kind of just like came out of it. So like when I got in that car accident obviously there was like a lot of glass involved because I went through the window and <laughs> trees broke a lot of the other windows too. There was just like a lot of glass everywhere. Like I literally just found a piece of glass 2 days ago from the crash and I've moved into a different apartment since then too. Like I'm still finding glass. That's Where'd how you? much glass and it's been since m- March of last year. Where'd you find it? It was on my living room floor. Oh, I, like, stepped on it. It's a good place but for it. <laughs> the weird thing is, is, like, I obviously was, like, incoherent during the crash. My, I don't know. I wasn't really, like, there fully present for it. And so I didn't actually hear glass. Like, the, the fully conscious version of me did not hear glass breaking. Yeah. Um, but, like... 
three weeks after the crash, I was watering one of my plants, and a lot of them are in, like, glass vases because I do, like, the semi-hydroponics rather than use soil. But anyways, I was a plant that was, like, higher up on a shelf, and I had to put water into it, and it the gallon of water, like, knocked it, and it smashed on the cart. Like, it hit the shelf and the table, and then have, like, smashed, the glass smashed, and then there's glass, like, shattered all on the ground next to me, all around me. And I went into, like, that type of catatonic state where I just dropped to the ground and I was just, like, I couldn't even move. I was in complete, like, complete shock frozen, like, because my body did not, I don't know if it was, like, the sound of the glass or my body remembered getting cut so much by the glass or, like. Probably a combination. But I couldn't move and I was, like, hyperventilating and I was just, like, sitting there, like, looking at all the glass around me and I was just, like. I don't know. Like, I can barely even remember what I went through, but I remember sitting there for, like, a good couple minutes and then coming at it. Like, I remember the transition of coming out of that shock and being like, okay, it's fine. Like, it's just broken glass. It's literally just broken glass. Like, I'm, like it was weird. I had to, like, come out of it, and my body just went through the car accident again or something. It was so strange. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a good example. Yep. But, there, I mean, there's, like, there's like big shit like that that's like super serious and traumatic but then there's even like little things too where it's yeah, like, like not s- as serious somebody knocks on like i was at where i listened to the tapes at my friend's house like somebody knocked on his door and i almost went into a panic attack the first time it happened because in my mind it was that ex that traumatized me and manipulated uh, yeah. me and yeah. i thought he was there with a gun like ready to shoot me like my <laughs> body immediately was like fuck he's gonna kill me he's gonna kill me but the logical part of me was like, dude, chill. It's not even your fucking door that's being knocked on. Like, Right. Well, remember like last week when I was talking about working with teenagers? <laughs> I remember the time you scared me in the bathroom when I fully fucking screamed like my life <laughs> depended on it like that. That's like a trigger. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't scare you. Yes, you did. I was just standing in the bathroom. <laughs> what the fuck? That would that what did that have to that wasn't anything I did I was just standing there. It's because you're like a friggin' freak bag and firefly can't, can't take anything. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say like uh, remember last week I was talking about like working with delinquent teenagers, like how like the and chaotic the environment was like fights, people breaking shit, like threatening mm. you, all this shit, calling the police, people running all just crazy shit. It's like so even now if I like work with like not work or if i just like am around teenagers maybe they're a little spunky do you know what i mean they just have like a little spice to them it kind of like <laughs> it kind of like triggers me a little bit and i like kind of automatically like go into like this mode of like oh or like yeah. like where i kind of get a little not heated but i'm like ready and then i feel like kind of uncomfortable around them because it like reminds me of that shit but i don't know anyway Kristen, what did you have prepared some stuff right Sort well, of. just giving everyone an update. Update, um, update, update. On the, I know people wow, are interested wow. in the astral projection, so I got... Uh, are they, though? I think they are. Who? I... Who? Everybody. You're all interested, right? So anyways, I, I got anyone, through another tape, know. and... It, well, I got through some more tapes, but it was pretty cool. I got to create, like, a light energy... It's called an energy bar. And I remember reading about this in the gateway document, like the gateway process document that they yeah. see. Yeah. So the, the energy bar tool is listed in there, and it's... um. We haven't done much with it yet, but basically created this light out of nothing. Well, I had to create a light out of nothing because you're supposed to grab a light and then make it like this really long bar. 
and then you grab the bar and you like turn it on, turn it off like a bright white light and then you turn it to yellow and then white and then green and then white and like red and blue, like whatever. So basically that was it. And then I just like left it, but that was an interesting experience. And I will say I did get a message. Oh God. About the astral projection. And, you know, I feel weird bringing it up, but I'm going to bring it up anyway, because I'm curious. Was he like, do you, want, sh- do you want to bang in the Akashic Records? Woo! No, I would like no. to get, like, feedback from listeners, though. Like, if you've asked or projected, what have your experiences been? Did you use the gateway tapes? If Wait, you- is, this that qu- is this that thing you were telling me about? Yeah, I just, like, I got this. Apparently, Ron's gotten a message, too, but... I reached out to him to Why see. Why haven't I gotten the message? Because it's directed to me because I've been astral projecting or like listening to these tapes, right? Okay. All right. So. Let's hear it. Leave his name out of it. Oh, I will. Keep it anon. <clears throat> I will. So like a couple weeks ago, I got a message that just said, hey, nice to meet you. I enjoy your conversations on the Wicked Planet. I'm a fellow psychedelic enthusiast, and I appreciate your insight. I sent something to Ron earlier regarding the gateway tapes in case you didn't accept my request. Be very careful with them. I dedicated a few months to going through them and really taking it seriously. I also am fascinated with the idea of astral projection and have been able to lucid dream since I was a kid. The gateway tapes, though, there's a reason the CIA was so interested in them. Mind control. At the end of months experimenting with them i did have some incredible out-of-body experiences but it ended in a severe mental crisis Mm. i'm also an acid mushroom ayahuasca and dmt veteran so it's not like i'm not used to extreme situations but those tapes not to be taken lightly not saying not saying but to continue or not saying not to continue but just be very careful you said you were started the second tape that's where i started having issues And I didn't answer the message. Why? I don't know. And then I got another message that said, you really should consider my warning on the gateway tapes. Same guy? Same guy. Okay. So I said, hey, what kind of issues did... I said, what kind of issues did you experience aside from having, like, the out-of-body experiences? Did you end up getting through all of the tapes? And this is where it gets a little weird, okay? I spent months going through them extensively, to be 100% honest. I burned my house down in psychosis, and I did five months in jail trying to clear my name. Be very careful. You should accept my message invite, having to go through the back door to message you. Okay, I haven't heard back from Having to go through the back door? Because when you know how you send someone a message that isn't following you, it says, like, it's going to go through as a request or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but, like, obviously, whatever. So it's it's a kind warning. I appreciate that. But anyways, I look this guy up, right? And I don't want to talk crap because I, I do want to hear what he went through, but I'm also very disturbed because he burned down his house, which was actually in an apartment building where other people lived. And he left his dog in a crate to burn alive until it died. Like the dog died. And like, I'm sorry, like maybe I haven't Wait. gone far <laughs> enough into the tapes yet, but how could the tapes like what I want to know, like what link were you listening to? Because how do I even know you were listening to the right tapes? And like you said, you look, you checked him out on what the Instagrams. I looked his name up. Oh, on like uh, police records or some shit. Mm-hmm. Did you check out his Instagram? Mm-hmm. Does he what? Does he look normal? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Okay. Did you not look at him? I 
I immediately, once I found out about the dog, I was so hurt by that. Like, I'm so upset and angry and, like, disgusted and just... Well, yeah, but, like, if he was in some weird trance... I know. That's like, why I'm like, please help me understand. But he hasn't seen my message yet or won't open it or whatever. So maybe, you know, it's fine. I'm going to give him time. But, like, if anyone else has gone through experiences like that, I would love to know. Or you know someone that had an experience like that. Like, I'm not expecting to have an experience like that. But this is just... This is fucked up. I mean, you know... I mean, hopefully he's telling the truth, first of all. He... I mean, I look. There is a news article. He did burn his apartment building down, and it took like a hundred firefighters to put this fire out. Literally, Jesus a hundred. Well, I mean, oh man, I don't know. This is a this is a difficult question to feel, Kristen. I don't know. I mean, if he's telling the truth, which I hope he is, um, then I would say like that's super sad. Obviously, it is sad. It's sad. Uh, it is sad, and I hope he's feeling better. And I do think, though, like, I mean, me, for one, hands down, would, like, I, I would never try to astral project just because it sounds sketchy as fuck. Also, the whole CIA thing. And if you really want to have an out-of-body experience, just take enough drugs, you'll get there. Um, maybe you won't. That. But I do think, like, you should heed his warning. Oh, I am. That's why I'm asking. Like, has anyone else had an experience like that? And well, right, and yeah, obviously. And message me back because I need to understand. Because, like, you know, I live in an apartment and I have a pet, and like, what, ha- like, what happened? Well, and I mean, could we have him on the show? <laughs> and not in the show, but on the show. Well, you never know. I mean, the whole MK Ultra stuff, especially this being out of a out of cia documents i mean you never know they why would they release that right why would they put that out there maybe they want people to to try it out to astral project and it puts them in a state where they're more susceptible to being you know controlled or maybe they're to being brainwashed and to get them to do crazy shit like uh you know school shootings possibly who knows yeah that's an idea if this guy's burning down his apartment and like did he did he say anything else about it? Like, was he aware that he was doing it? Or he, he didn't just even like, tell me. He just said he burned his house down and did five months trying to clear his name. He didn't tell me about his dog, that he lived in an apartment, none of that. I looked it up. Because I need to know, is this guy fucking with me? Like, who? Because I don't want to get, like, I don't know. If some guy comes on your Instagram, he's like, hey, I'm sick of going through the back door. You know, I mean, he wasn't mean or anything like that. It sounds like a nice person, but I don't know. I immediately looked him up because it it concerned me. Just uh, don't give out your address, Kristen. Seriously. No. I mean, dude, that's super sad. I think you should take it into consideration. Because, like, if something from the the CIA is fucked, Kristen, they're sketchy. They do shady shit. They're not here to help humanity. They're basically just agents for the elites when, you know, that's whoever you may think that is, whether it's uh, the Jews or the deep state or the elites or the Kazarian Empire, Mafia, whomever it may be, whether it's aliens, we don't know. But, like, yeah, don't I wouldn't fuck around with that shit. Well, I mean, I've gotten through, let's say, 11 out of... Like 36 of them, so about a third of the way done. I will just say, I proceed with caution. I'm going to keep going at least until 34 out of 36, which at that point I'm going to do with them all, but there's one Can called you, non-physical friends. 
You should do. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. It sounds great. You should just. You said you were doing him with a friend or in his house or something. Yeah, but I mean, now I'm kind of scared that. Not that he would kill me, but like I'm scared to do. At first, I wanted to do these well, tapes you, with somebody because I didn't want to die. But now I'm like, well, well, why don't shit. you do them and then he can like watch? Yeah, he can like play Xbox in the corner and just every once in a while look over and be like, all right, she's not fucking levitating. To, she's not trying to like burn my place down or whatever. That sounds like. You know, I can't. I I do want to have this <laughs> guy come idea. on the show, the guy that had this experience, because. I just have so many questions. Uh, I don't think Tex is going to do it. Well, why don't you finagle a bagel on the Insta yams and get I'm it, get it moving it here? Get it moving. I don't know. I would I say people out there don't astral project. Don't do it. I just feel like it's part of my regular series, so I'd give everybody the update. All right, so that's your update. What's you said you had something prepared, right? I don't have anything prepared. You said you did. Okay. Somebody did. Oh ask, my god! Somebody would like to know what we think about. Um, is this another one of your scam questions? <laughs> this is not a where you scam. You make it up to try and I don't know, like self-human combustion. Somebody is wondering about self-human combustion. What do you think about that? Like when I've heard of it. Yeah, like I've heard the term. I had to like actually look up to see what it meant, and it has to do with when someone has evidently clearly died by fire, but nothing else around them is burned. Yeah, there's, and like there's documented cases. Yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what what do you think it is? They're just they're just resonating at such a high frequency that they just burst. Burn? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's that. I was. Reading about how, like, humans are basically essentially, like, walking candles because mm. our hair and our clothing is super flammable. I mean, even with, like, all the chemicals and hairspray, that adds extra flammability to your hair. So that's, like, the wick. And then our fats have, like, the same kind of, like, structure. The fat molecule has the same kind of or similar structure as wax does or the oil molecule or something is similar so that's why we like burn up so so well because once we get our wick lit like our hair or our clothing then we just go up into flames especially fatter people i was reading that on pub on like a medical journal actually yeah i wish i knew more about this i just know i don't i mean that sounds kind of retarded to me Mm. i mean it could be true i don't know um but I, I would have to be something that is either internal and then that's ignited by something external, right? I don't know. There's also because... Because if you say you like, I don't know, you got some gasoline on you and then somehow you get burned. But you would be able to tell in an autopsy or an investigation that there was like... Gas on gas. the clothes. And that's yeah. the other thing too. I would think like... If it was chemicals from, like, your clothing or hair or whatever, they would be able to be like, oh, this was super, like, maybe they had an extra n- abnormal amount of these chemicals that, you know, can easily easily ignite. So, I, I mean, it's yeah, a good but question. there's a difference between catching on fire and, like, self-combusting, you know? Right. No, I get it. So, I, I mean, I think it would have to be something that's, like... You're just you're 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 just so hot. <laughs> you should ask your brother about it because one so thing hot. one thing that came up and it could have just been like a stupid video, but one thing that did come up and I didn't have enough time because I was working, but was uh, like a subatomic particle called a prioton that causes the cells to explode, and that's more of like a paranormal theory of why 
human combustion hap- happens. So I don't know if your brother's ever heard of uh, pryotons that cause cells to explode, but that was one theory. Nice. Since he's into all the paranormal stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'll ask him, but I mean, I... It's probably out of his realm. I wish I knew more about this because it is super interesting, but I just don't. Yeah. But I do know it happens, and I would think it would have to, like... Because of the autopsies and, and forensics analysis that you can do of, like, crime scenes and bodies, and there is a lot of tech out there more than ever now to get to, like, the nitty-gritty minuscule, whether it's chemi- chemicals or, like, DNA shit. There's a lot of that tech out there. So I would think if it was anything that was, like, what Krista was saying or, like, you know, external, then they would be able to... to to detect that so it would have to be like at a uh, bio mechanical level or cellular level or some sort of weird frequency level because like a lot of I mean it goes into a lot of Kristen's favorite you know double slit simulation theory topics but like this whole idea that like if we're not being observed we're just waves right waves are energy and energy is but I think I think everything's light, and I've said this plenty of times. And like light, if light didn't exist, would anything exist? And I think it wouldn't. But so in that case, if we're all just waves of light or energy or electricity or whatever you think, because I know there's the whole electric universe theory. Like then, in that possibility, then we're highly combustible. Mm-hmm. Like if you put, if we're all just really light, right? Which I think we are. And then we're pretty much already combusted. Maybe, maybe you just gotta. Maybe there's some sort of experience or or, or trigger or ignition that needs to hap- happen in the observed eye for it to be spontaneous combustion. And maybe that's at the bio, uh, mecha- you know, the the biological level, cellular level. It's a hard word to say or some like minuscule level um but in that sense i think it would you know anyone could con- uh spontaneously combust mm, very interesting yeah i don't know enough about it i want to learn more about it though i bet i would think that you would learn a lot about that in like quantum medicine or quantum physics right quantum yeah maybe i mean i have no idea i, I don't know yeah <laughs> is it all hot chicks that just caught on fire because they were just so hot there was like no i didn't actually look at the people that caught on fire i i did read about like one woman back in like the 1800s or so who combusted but there wasn't really much information because it was you know so long ago well the other thing too is like maybe the it would be interesting to see because there's a lot of little there's not a lot of this these cases that are like logged right just about a dozen i believe i think right so it'd be interesting to dive into their biographies to see what kind of people they are because like you know direct energy weapons are uh, actually a thing and we've talked to i forget his name but we talked to that guy who worked with direct energy weapons and lasers and then we talked to the cia agent brian fairchild who told us that direct energy weapon programs do go on huh uh, so, I mean, it would just be interesting to see, like, what type of people these cases are listed at because, you know, you don't know. Maybe so. Uh, yeah, more to come on that then because I'll look into that. Maybe a direct energy weapon was, like, shot down and then 
Yeah, just like, like targeted. Like, how would that read for any like police or any sort of like you know forensics team that went in to do any sort of analysis? They would just be like, they're probably like, maybe they would see an, a dot from initial contact point of the direct energy weapon. Maybe they wouldn't. So you never know if they, you know, if it, if it was like someone that like someone wanted to get rid of for whatever reason, and I'm not saying that it, there are these cases, but they did, that'd be super easy to do. Just like, oh, you know, they're here. Just fucking zap them, set them on fire. Like what's any, like, okay, so that happens. And then no one's going to know what the fuck happened or yeah. they're just going to be like, okay, it's just like a random, like a random thing that happens. Uh, spontaneous combustion. I don't know. Good question. Maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll go back to that at some point. Yeah, we should. We can look into it more, or maybe we'll find a guest, or maybe Ron has some. He'll reach down into his vast bag yeah. of knowledge and know some shit about it, which would be cool too. Yeah. So what you um, what you know about sea serpents? Sea serpents. You know, there's been like two thousand sightings and like. I think it was like the New New England or Boston area. I forget where. Maybe just New England. Like 2,000 sightings throughout the past couple hundred years of... Of sea serpents. Of giant sea serpents. I mean, I've seen some huge-ass water snakes. And I know there's an old champ in in, uh, Burlington. Yeah. Yeah, but there's more than just them. I was looking. There's something called the Gloucester Sea serpent gloucester the gloucester sea serpent and then obviously nessie and champy and then there's a makale mbembe in the congo river basement which is congo river basement the basin who is also like a sea serpent but they describe that one sometimes being a creature and other times being a spirit Mm. and i think at one point you mentioned something about like the uh nessie some people saying it's like a didn't you say something about like it? People seeing it like appear and then disappear or something. Well, yeah, I think it goes underwater. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. Uh, and I mean, then there was another. Like, there was a couple uh, other sea serpents on there. So there's quite a few sightings for cryptids as far as like sea serpents go. Do, yeah. Do you think they're all like the same species, or do you think they're because some are in lakes, some are in the ocean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's been some videos floating around on the old interwebs of weird things in the water, sea serpent esque. Um, you can go find them. Some, you know, some people say they're surgeons. Like, there's some that are Alaskan bullworms. Uh, I mean, the only thing I, I mean, you know, all this cryptid shit, right? It's like it's super fun to like think about, and there's always a part of me anyway that like wishes they did exist. But, like, really until, you, you you know, somebody has either, like, a dead one that can be dissected or, like, one in captivity, it's like, do you believe or do you not believe? Um, I will say that, like, you know, like, the ocean, obviously, it's, like, so fucking deep and, like, it's basically an alien world. Like, there's so, there's probably shit down there that no one even knows about. Do you know what I mean? Oh, there like, definitely there, is. Yeah, there's like probably creatures and stuff that people don't even know exist down there. And like that, there's the whole subterranean, if I said that right, like um, idea of like the UFOs coming from water, obviously. I believe that. Um, I mean, 
So, like, wh- <laughs> I was just wondering what you think. Think about sea serpents. I think they're. I hope they exist. Yeah, I think I, I know there's water snakes. Yeah, for sure. I've seen a water snake. I think cryptids, like, yeah, they're so cool, obviously, and it would be cool if they existed. But I think also at the same point, at this, uh, like, on the same, on the other side of the coin, if they existed, they like big deal. They exist, like. Like, if nobody saw a zebra before and some there was a legend of a zebra existing, then that would be a cryptid and people would be like, oh, a zebra. Like, and then, the, you know. I mean, if there's whales with fucking horns, right? Maybe Like the, the norwal? Or is the that narwhal? The, I mean, I know that's not a whale with a horn, but is that what you're talking about? Or if that's not a whale? What is the narwhal? I thought it was a whale. Oh, I, it seems like it'd be smaller than a whale, but I don't know. But, I mean, just look at, like, anacondas. Huge fucking snakes that exist in the rainforest. Uh, and, like, so may, maybe they exist in the ocean. Maybe they exist in fucking lakes that are huge because, like, the Great Lakes are fucking huge. You, yeah. You, know, you never know what's rolling around. Do people actually even, like, explore the depths of the Great Lakes? Probably not. Like, the o- ocean is, what, 70%? Well, the the Earth is, like, 70-something percent water. So just like think about how in comparison, so what, there's 30% land. So just think about in comparison how much water and what the, the deepest point that we know of is the Mariana Trench, which is seven miles. So it's like there's not a chance in hell people explore every fucking part of the ocean so they don't know what's out there. And even like they're finding weird shit in like Antarctica and like, I don't know, even in the Amazon. I'm sure there's shit that people don't even know about species, and I'm pretty sure they find new species like pretty frequently in the Amazon. Like, there's the whole, there's also the whole like rumor that there's a fucking dinosaur that lives in the Amazon. Hmm. And people literally go out there into the jungle to try and find this thing, but it's like super treacherous, obviously, to go out in the Amazon and like, you know, you think people find whole lost civilizations. That, like, cities, huge cities that hold 50,000, 60,000 people and never knew it was there. And they didn't find them because they explored. They found them because of, like, the the late LIDAR, like, laser mapping technology. Oh, yeah. You can, like, shoot down and kind of, like, maps structures or whatever. So it's like, do I believe in serpents? Not 100%, but I don't not not believe in them because it's like you never know you don't know it's anywhere and like new shit pops up all the time like just look at i mean ufos who knows there's shit now that they're saying they're they're real and they exist but it's like all right maybe they do maybe they don't do you are there any cryptids that like you're 100 percent on well obviously you can't be 100 percent on dead nuts on that you're like pretty positive I'm pretty sh- I don't this isn't a cryptid though. I'm pretty sure ghosts exist. Well, yeah. I like, agree. I I 100%. Have you ever seen a ghost? I saw something that when I explained it to my brother, he was like, "Yeah, people like that's like a form that people talk about." Oh, like a shadow person. Ghosts. It wasn't a shadow person. It was like a ball of smoke. Mm. Or like smog, or it was like a black smoky ball, and but that's like the only thing I've really seen seen 
that I was just like, what in the fuck? Um, but as far as like cryptids, though, I mean, God, is there one that I actually believe in? Chupacabra. 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 How do you say it? I wish. I Did you I ever see that I... video that was like going around where like they had one? Like in captivity. No, that's there was, awful. There was like a caged chupacabra. Was it a real animal in a cage? Because that's just it was so something. Mean. It was definitely an alive something. But I like I, I think fucking hate people. It, it was going around like maybe like I don't know seven eight years ago, kind of a long time ago. But it was like some sort of animal. Definitely didn't look like the norm. A lot. I think some people said it was like a um. Like, there's some wild dogs that kind of get, like, some weird degenerative skin malformity, and that's, like, what it was, but I don't know. Well, it's even meaner because obviously it was already suffering. Did, have you heard about the cryptid, the uh, the Loveland frog? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, four feet tall, and it was seen in Ohio. It was, like, just seen on one night in Ohio by a policeman, of all people, but it's like a fucking frog, man. It's a giant a frog, man. Apparently, like this is the um, the artist's like depiction of what he could sketch up. Let was, me see this. Was that the terrible? Frog, <laughs> it's man. like literally a tall frog. Yeah, it's just, um, so it's just a, a frog that walks but, on feet. Yeah. So when the report came through, I guess like the next town over or something like. I, I read a lot of cryptid stuff today, so I might be mixing up my facts, but. There was a report that also came through where a guy, he's like, oh, yeah, I saw it, too. It was a giant lizard, a giant iguana. I, I shot saw it. the frog man just and down he there. He, 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 he saw a four-foot walking iguana, and he fucking killed it. <laughs> what? I mean, well, this thing is like, there's like, it's just like dog man. I don't know. Shit like that. I've never yeah. heard of the frog man. But I, there is pig man, which we talked about in like our one of, I think in our first year of podcasting. Pigman, which is actually like a, a cryptid slash sort of paranormal slash people think that he might be just a real man murking people with a pig mask. But it's basically like a man with a pig head and pig features and he goes around and kills people. But it's like a Vermont lore, which I thought wow, is kind of cool. Creepy. Yeah, I forget which part of Vermont. It, I think it's like these mines or these quarries where it's kind of uh, focused around. But go look up the pig man. It's just like, what, what are we, like, the whole crypt, there's so many cryptids that it's like, and there's so many people that say they've seen them and they believe in them. And, like, you know, honestly, I think the most believable cryptids would probably be Sasquatch, which just would make the most sense. Or, like, they're, I guess they're not cryptids, but, or UFOs, if space is actually real. So that's the other thing. So, I don't know. Like, or maybe, I, but the other thing, too, is, like, the whole, all the Native American cultures with, like, the Wendigo, the Wendigo, and then, like, the Skinwalkers. And then there's, like, all these fucking videos of, like, skinwalkers floating around so it's like that's the other thing too there's so much woods out there that unless you're bushwhacking like people are never fucking gonna go to or unless they're doing some sort of like you know resource gathering or mining or like or or clear-cutting forests that you're never ever gonna go to really 
Because I, I think, I th- you know, I, I think a big, well, people say like a big part of seeing cryptids and all this shit is like, you know, you, you have, you have to believe mm-hmm. or you have to like open your mind to them, which, you know, to me, it's like, well, then that means there's some sort of like conscious, uh, like creation. Yeah. Like conscious creation that's going on, which is either like. You know, which could make you more susceptible to be like, you know, kind of tricking yourself into believing that you're seeing it or anything sort of conscious like that, where it's like you have to, like, open your mind to, like, possibly another dimension. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, look at the ceiling. Can you find a face? And then, like, yeah, within, like, three minutes, probably even sooner than that, you're going to find a face on the ceiling because your, like, mind is ready, like, trying to create it. And there's a word for finding faces and stuff. I just forget what it is and I wish I knew it, mm-hmm. but moving on. So I think it's like, so I think you can like, I think that whole side of it is like, you can um, like, if you have to open your mind to it and believe in it or like be susceptible to it, like that means that you're either tricking yourself in some weird way or you're like kind of going sort of into the paranormal other dimensional side of things. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I feel that for sure. But I don't know. I think Sasquatch is probably the most. Here we are again, the old Sasquatch. It's probably, it just makes the most sense because it's like, you know, maybe there's humans that we, some say we came from Sasquatches. There's some people that believe that we are Anunnaki alien, you know, DNA manipulated hybrids from like, well, that would be the golden blood people, right? Or something like that. I don't know. Or the RH, no, whatever you don't want to say. RH, yeah, Ron's the blood man. Me too. Well, I'm, he has the blood type and so do I. I mean. Oh, my God. So you guys are on your fucking soapboxes. I'm not. Ron is. down, looking Ron down acting like he's, he's better than mine. And I'm like, I'm all on the same you, fucking list. All you people that are like all. He's like, no, I'm negative. It's only the negatives. And we I'm all, like, oh, we man. We got the alien blood. Cool. <laughs> nice. Whatever. I don't want it. It means that I'm, that's probably why I'm fucked up. I don't want it. But anyway, the aliens come down and they, they drew from the Samasquatch blood and, you know, mixed with their own race or race, some race of aliens. And there's the whole. So half of us are Squatch, Squatch people. Half of us come from the Squatch man and half of us come from the, the Nananakis. The Nananakis? The Nananakis. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. We're going to edit that out. We can't edit. There's no editing on this episode, so it's just 100% go time. But there is that interesting thing of like... See, the whole evolution of people, too. I'm kind of like... I'm kind of... I'm not jaded against, but there was clearly this period of time where like human brain just rapidly grew in like you know pop popular podcasts you're like oh it's because of the mushrooms and blah 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 mm. like people try to say it's just the evolution like well it's just how we evolved from chimpanzees or monkeys or whatever the fuck and it's like but but that doesn't make sense because the the gradual uh for thousands of years the 
the historical data of brain development or monkeys or whatever kind of stayed pretty consistent in gratuity or whatever you want to say. And then there was a point in time where the brain from monkey to human just rapidly developed, like shot up, which in my mind, I would think, I don't know, there would have to be some sort of variable, external variable to like help it along or, or do something to it. People try to say it's mushrooms or psychedelics or whatever, maybe, but I mean, then why wouldn't, I don't know, because people are still doing like psychedelics on the regular. So why wouldn't there be sort of any other like enhanced, enhanced advancement on top of the advancement? Exactly. Yeah. Cause people are, people do mushrooms all the fucking time. So I don't know. For me, it's like, there, I feel like there has to be some sort of external variable that came down and pushed us along or fixed something or, or finagled a bagel on that one. What do you think? I can agree with that. Yeah. Something definitely happened. What do you think about cryptids? What's your... I haven't looked much into them. Like, they've always been... I've always been, like, a little bit curious about them, but to me, it's no different than, like, I don't know, unicorns and fairies and... Like, I think that there are probably things out there... I know that there are things out there that exist that people have seen that not everyone... That we haven't like documented because we haven't like captured one or sign or something like that. Like I know that that's a um, a possibility and reasonable, but I don't know some of these things like the Loveland frog or the <laughs> the chupacabra. Like just chupacabra. So, chupacabra. How do you fucking say it? El chupacabra. Because when I saw a picture of it today, that's not what I was picturing. Like it looked like this like alien lizard reptile weird thing the chupacabra yeah no it's like a dog rodent <laughs> yeah well it didn't look like that when i popped it popped it into it's kind of gross too it's not like yeah yeah so i don't know there's there's too much out there and then the whole the whole double split experiment i keep my mind keeps going back to that because if you're saying that nothing exists until i observe it it's hard for me because is it is it actually observing it with your eyes or sensing? Like, if you're sensing it to the point that you're aware of it, at that point, does that qualify it as being observed? Because, like, I may not be looking at the wall behind me, but, like, I can feel it there. Like, I can actually, you know, I know it's there. Yeah. So it exists, but I don't, I just, I don't know. You can feel the wall with your mind. I can feel it. Can you really? It's like though? breathing on my fucking neck. Can you really feel it? Yeah, I can feel it. I can well, like, feel the way my voice like bounces off it and everything. You know, hear it or feel it. Feel it in your like body, your back, or something, or your fucking in my presence. <laughs> well, so this is the whole thing about that, Kristen. If you really, I thought you didn't like talking about this shit. I do, and I don't. So I was trying to steer away from it, but. You know, what I was talking about last week, which you so rudely... Well, no, because you were repeating the same thing. No, I actually didn't. Yes, you did. And I'm about to to say what I said last week. Okay, well, don't bring up the tables. I'm not bringing up... What the what? Okay, just continue. The whole thing about, like, um, that everything... Like, it's the corny cliche, everything is everything, right? Blah, blah, blah. There's actually really no space in, in, in... 
everything around you because it's all actually one thing. It's like a fabric. And this is what I think about life is that like if you think about like string theory or, or dimensions or waves or electricity, um, I, you know, I think of everything being like a, a grid of strings, like overlapping kind of like this, but in every single direction, right? Every which possible way you could think of. So it's just like a bunch of string, right? Mm-hmm. And overlapping, crisscrossing, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, when you are moving along through time, and space, you're not actually going through space. You're kind of just moving along these strings. Your energy is kind of just transferring along these strings. And, like, if you look at, say, like, the wall across from you, right, and you hold out your hand, like, is there really a difference between your hand, the so-called space, and the wall? Or is it all just one thing, but it's being projected in your brain as different things but in reality they're all the same things and they're all conscious beings and like this is one of the things like when you say like i can sense the wall behind me or can sense this next to me it's like okay because it's been said that like inanimate objects are also conscious right Mm -hmm. they're conscious beings this microphone's conscious whatever this beer can's conscious just as conscious as you and you are the exact same thing as the table and everything else. So if that being said, then like you can some sort in some weird way, have some sort of link to everything that you're is around your environment and possibly even outside of your environment. Um, but when I, so that's why when I'm saying like there really is like, there is no difference between you and like, this chair. Yeah, that part's easy. Right. It, it, yeah, well, sort of. It is and it isn't. Well, it's easy for my brain to comprehend. The whole, like, well, cause you're, you, trying you're, to comprehend everything rendering, nothing being rendered until I... Observe it. Yeah, that part is, like... I, I, I understand those words, obviously, <laughs> but I'm all at the same time, I'm like... Well, I think, yeah, you're not the only one. Like, the whole thing with that is, like, no one really can explain why that goes on. Okay. Well, then Do I'm not I mean? alone because <laughs> that was the part that I was like, why? And I never yeah, got no, no, the no, answer. Why? No, that's like, that's nobody the, knows why. Right. That's pretty much. No one knows <laughs> okay. why. That's like why it's so interesting. Though. Well, now I feel a little bit better because yeah. I was, that's what was bothering me. was like, I wasn't understanding how or why, but <laughs> nobody does. No one really understands. Okay. Why. So there's theories and that's why it's fun to think about like the, then gotcha. that's why it's fun to think about like the whole simulation theory and like video games and like, you know, turning around, seeing you and like, or like, well, and the big question of why that goes into simulation is like, and in comparison to a video game is like, well, when you turn around in a video game and you look at the wall or whatever the hell is behind you, it's because whoever made the video game like wants you to see it. So that's why there's this huge comparison of sim like simulation theory video games to real life because it's like well you know if it's similar to like a video game then like when i turn around to look at like that cabinet over there got you it's like someone created that and wants me to see it and it kind of goes into this bigger thing of like a creator of either the simulation the video game of life and possibly a higher power but yeah nobody fucking knows why that happens mm. 
but and this goes back to like my whole kind of string theory waves energy everything being light is that like the cool thing about the double slit theory is that when it's not being observed in the pattern that is collected on the opposite wall of the electrons <laughs> is waves like those it's, cancellations it, yeah it comes out in waves so but when it's being observed it kind of goes back to being particle patterns uh so that's kind of like to me it's like okay so maybe if whenever things not being observed it's just waves and it kind of goes back to a lot of my philosophy that everything is just kind of light yeah it just sucks to feel to feel like i don't exist i don't know it's hard to explain like yeah, it's too much to get into. I'm not going to get no, into no. it. No, no, what? If, it's, no, it, it sucks, get into it. It sucks to feel, like it sucks to deep down know that I do not exist, but I also know that I exist. So to know that I'm existing to ultimately not exist is a mind fuck because I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Why do I have to exist for everyone else and like give all my time to everything else when ultimately I don't exist anyways? Like I'm already dead anyways. So why do I have to like do all these things like work and I'm just sick of working people, okay? I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> well, I think that's a big thing of like the whole... Uh... So it's just really hard for me to like exist. Well, it's hard for a lot of people to exist and there's a it's hard for a, a lot of there's people that are way in way worse positions than you are, I, Kristen. Yeah, I know, and I'm grateful for everything I have, and I people always try to like you know people. I think people get upset with me because I think they really think I'm not grateful, but I truly am, and I'm you know I'm lucky. But no, at but, the same time, I'm just a lot of people are walking around completely unaware of their existence altogether, right. and I, I just kind of wish I could be like that, in a way. Right. And I, well, I think so. There's so this is like a, a I think of this is like a spiritual ph- philosophical um, point of topic, which is like or discussion, I should say, where, you know, we get into like the whole meaning, mean, not necessarily the meaning of life, but the existence of itself, because it's like people always have there's the age old like, well, why are we alive? What's the meaning of life? And, like, what we're talking about, it's like, do we actually exist? Do we not actually exist? In my opinion, I kind of think we're, like, we're points of perspective of light that are somehow being decoded into an observational reality, and we're all kind of experiencing that through our own point of perspective. And that's why kind of why everybody has different uh, – everyone has different lives and experiences, but – kind of at the core we're all the same yeah it's hard it, it gets hard because like my soul is constantly like observing my mind and then my mind is constantly observing my physical self right well like, so when i say like so like something like working right and i talk about this a lot because like when i think about life and what life actually is and you observe nature right and then you look at humans and what we're doing yeah it's kind of like it. it's like kind of like well what the f- like what the fuck are we doing like we're all detached from society or sorry we're all detached from the natural world right yeah we're all detached from like healthy food healthy living we're all detached a lot of us are detached from community intelligence intelligence a lot of us are detached from community 
you know, um, there's a lot of isolationism going on, even like families, even like a small family, even knowing you're a family, you're still like lots of times you're isolated from a bigger community. Um, you know, and people will disagree, disagree with me, agree or disagree with me, whatever, you know, I'm not always right. Cause there, there's also situations where, you know, this stuff doesn't go on, but I think a big component of this, which component is one of my favorite words and I use it all the time. Uh, but a big component of this is like this whole societal structure is the conspiracy that, you know, a lot of how detached we are, how poisoned we are by our food, um, the, the indentured servitude or consensual slavery, as some people like to call it, is all stuff that's been placed over us or, you know, slowly conditioned uh, onto us or conditioning us by elite people that, you know, come from this, this, the negative spiritual side of life. And they, and they, they want us as slaves. They keep us as slaves. They feed off our, our stress and turmoil. And that's kind of where you get a lot of the counterculture of like the conspiracy, conspiratorial side is like to fight this kind of existence that doesn't really make sense. If you're sort of supposed to be like a spiritual, being that's connected to the earth. Cause like if you're going to fucking and think about it, think about what you do. You, you drive in a car that's typically financed by a bank or a bank that you buy from like a dealership. You go get gas that is owned by a big corporation and you drive that gas powered car to some probably office, right? that's like another corporation or maybe it's a smaller office or maybe it's some business, whatever. Then you gather money, collect money to go pay off your house that you financed from a bank and you have to pay that off. And then you got that's owned by some corporation or bank or whatever. Then you got to pay off your bills, whether it's TV, internet, phone, electricity, Blah, blah, blah. That's all owned by corporations, right? You will own nothing and you'll be happy, right? So essentially, you're a, lot, a big existence of your mode of life is to pay off these debts and bills that are owned by either banks or corporations that are these elite people that we talk about all the time that are in control of everything, the deep state, the Jews, the Kazarian mafia, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And when you think about that, you're kind of like, what the fuck are we doing? Please don't kill yourself. I'm sorry that we're so depressing. No, 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 no. I, I, don't, I don't think it's depressing. No, at I'm all. just saying if I like, I'm already getting depressed. And if I were, <laughs> if I were already in my mindset and then I sat down and I just listened to the past like 10 minutes, I'd probably be like, you yeah, know well, what? Fuck it. I'm doing it. I don't think. I, okay. Yeah, it is depressing, right? It's fucking sad. Cause like when, when you think about what life could be or what it maybe should be or what it, you know, w like what people actually need in life and what we're doing is most of the time isn't what we actually need, but it was created and given to us. And we were conditioned to believe that we need it, that the daily existence that we're doing now is something that we are supposed to be doing. All right. That is depressing, right? When you see those two comparisons, but like if 
you are into the stuff that we're into and the stuff that we look into and you kind of start to realize like what's going on and the control and the corporations and that like maybe there's sh- this isn't the way life should be and maybe there should be another way what that looks like i don't exactly know but that to me is is not exactly depressing but it's more like kind of like exciting and because then you can kind of once you start to realize this you can maybe start to adopt you know new ideologies or new thought processes or new behaviors that start to lead you into uh a better like freer you know more independent place where you're not so stuck in this matrix of the daily grind and the corporations and stuff and you could set yourself up you know down the line to be more sustainable and self de- and and independent and you won't have to rely on this shit and then guess what that does like you know, maybe it takes you a while. Maybe, maybe you get it right away. If you have money, you could probably do it pretty easily. Um, but like, you have to remember, it's not just your fucking self. Like, right. If you have kids or you have a family, right. You can start to set things up and change things so that the next generation isn't just like doing the same shit and falling into the same traps in the, all that shit I just talked about. Like you can start to set things up to try and do things differently. You know, you don't have to raise a child if you have a kid and like be like, yes, you need to go to college and get debt. Yes, you need to like school is the most important thing. Yes, you need to go and like get a degree and then go work in some corporate office and like and then pay your bills and get a house like that doesn't necessarily need to be the way of life. But the only way that's going to change is like if people start adopting new ideologies and starting to do small behaviors that are different and trying to work outside those systems. For sure. Yeah. We need more people to come together and like build communities. I know that there, I mean, there's a couple off the grid type of living, living communities in New Hampshire alone, but I just feel like if more people could really come together and do that and we just all like the people that want to work and have a society and a structured society like that, you guys can all go live in your little sector and then the people that want to, like, live off of land and community, like, we can all go live in our sector. And I think that's what was happening. And then the the other sector that wants to work all the time was like, no, you can't live like this. And they came and slaughtered. And that was that. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm just going to join the diaper spa community. You know, you probably... It's gonna get me you probably get dappers. to collect money. You probably literally don't have to work. You probably get free food money every month. You probably get heat assistance. You probably, who fuck, they probably pay for your gas to get to your fucking appointments. I don't know. You probably get free public transport. So, yeah, you know what? I might just identify as a diaper-wearing baby adult, adult baby child. Whatever <laughs> I need to do, I might do it. I think you might be part lizard. No, I have a tail. According to Ron, your eyes kind of slant like upwards. Excuse me, they slant <laughs> not like in a Chinese way, <laughs> more like in a uh, lizard way. Like I, you, I, I swear to God, sometimes you blink sideways and then you like kind of like do this thing with your tongue where you're like. Do you know how my eyes change color? What do you <sighs> like? Literally, it's not even based on my clothing. Like I could wear the <sighs> same outfit every day, and like in the morning, my eyes will be green, and like an hour later, they'll be gray. That's kind of cool. It is. The eye doctor was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah. They probably don't. You probably go into the doctors and they're like, God, help me. 
It's like, I see colors around people, and I don't know, no one else sees them. And Be like, Doc, can you help me? I was breathing purple earlier this day. <laughs> no, this that's morning, so help me. funny, because that's when the last, something. the last like, tape was breathing in purple, the one before the last They're like, one. we're going to refer you to a psychologist. I've already been. Do you feel safe? Like you just get this damn purple out of my mouth. Just get it out of my mouth. I'm going to burn down my apartment. To, I just don't want to take a shower naked anymore. I'm going to burn down this whole establishment. All right, Kristen, what's next? Um, What is next? Let's... I got to grab a beer. Go. Well, No dead air. Have I told? I can't remember if I told people about my hat man experience, or is that something we shouldn't get into? No, you should start. Go. Go. No. No, I feel like we I feel like we've brought it up before. You have, but I, well, if I brought it up, then there's no point. But I have had experiences with the Hat Man. I don't know. Me and me and Buckley are just kind of free flowing while Ron's away, so we're just practicing. And it was one thing that I kind of had on my list was strange paranormal activity, and the Hat Man is something that I've had plenty of experience with. Like I've literally seen this thing since I was a child. Like, I remember seeing it for the first time when I was, like, let's say eight, just, like, in the corner of a bedroom, just, like, kind of, like, standing there watching, and I just kind of put the blanket over my head, and that was that, and then there were other occurrences of seeing it, but then in my, like, mid-20s, I moved into an apartment that was right next to, like, what apparently used to be an old hospice, so I don't know if it, like, made my place a hot spot or not. Or if it was the fact that it was my first apartment where, like, all of my stuff was, all of my belongings and everything I had, like, ever touched, and me were all together in one place, so it was, like, a stronger energy field. But it was in that place where I experienced the most activity from the hat man. Like, I'd see this thing sitting on my couch. I saw it, like, wide awake, completely sober, not smoking, not drinking, like, nothing. Wide awake, sober, I would see this thing. Mm -hmm. I've woken up to it in my bed. Like, have I told you about all the stories? Did we do a full episode on it? I don't know. Like, I woke up to it in my bed, and it, like, yelled at me to look at it. It was laying in my bed. give me the sheets. Why are you hogging the blankets? (laughs) No, I, like, woke up, and it was in my bed, like, laying in my bed with me. It's like, you got this whole side, and I got this little sliver of the bed. It was a twin-sized bed at that, so it was already a tight squeeze, all right? Give me my damn hat back. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. And So this hat man was in your bed. Yeah, I swear. I woke up one night and it was truly like laying in my bed and my like eyes kind of like scanned its body like, you know, because I opened my eyes and I was like looking at the door. So I saw this massive shadow like laying next to me and my eyes like followed its body up. And I even from a kid, I never looked this thing in the eyes. I saw its eyes once and I never would look at it again. So all these years, like 20 years go by, every time I saw it, I would I would never look at its eyes. I would like completely avoid it like Medusa. So that night in my bed, like I swear to God, it just, well, I mean, I don't know, I can't swear to God because I don't, whatever. We already know. But it just, it was like, look at me. And it was like That's the scariest. Yeah, like super demonic and dark <laughs> like that. I swear. Does it sound like Bat- Christian Bale's Batman? I just fucking threw the blanket over my head and I felt like so crazy because I was like, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. Like I was so scared. I didn't know what to do because like I have my back against the wall. This thing is like blocking, like in between me and my doorway in my bed. And then there was like before that, like a week before that, I was in my room wide awake 
And I was just like laying there in the dark, but it wasn't completely dark because there was a street light in the moonlight. So I could like still see everything in my room. Yeah. And I didn't have a cat at the time. It was just me. And I was sleeping with my bedroom door closed because of the, the whole shot. Like seeing this thing in the past, like even in, in my living room, on my couch, like in my kitchen, all over the place. Sorry, I slept with my door shut. Plus, it's safer. You just sleep with your bedroom door shut because you're less likely to die in a fire. Just saying. Should also cover your mirrors. Why? Because they've been known to be portals. Oh, God. To other dimensions and realms. It's an old wives' tale, but if you put a sheet over it. <clears throat> I'm going to try that because I still deal with like a lot of weird paranormal stuff. Like to the point where I had to stop sleeping with my cameras on because it's freaking me out. Like, I can hear people, like, I can hear someone walking next to me, but you look at the camera, there's nothing there, but you can hear the footsteps and, like, like almost feel them through watching the camera. Have but anyways, ha- I, what just to finish this last piece of it, that night that I was in my room where I could see, like, because of the moonlight and the shadow light, like, literally something got thrown across my fucking room. I heard it yeah. clear as day. I was wide awake. I get up the next day, there's, like, a lighter on the ground or something. Yeah, I've had shit. I think I've told you, well, I've definitely talked about it on here before, like uh, my wallet and like my keys in my, my house, the one I've been to just like getting like tossed off of where they are, like books in my uh, cooking book in my kitchen, like fucking getting flinged off. Weird shit like that, but. Yeah, I was really hoping to experience that when I visited. Uh, I hate that shit. I, I like, I don't actively seek any of that stuff. Mike, I want to ask you, have you ever had sleep paralysis? I've never actually had sleep paralysis. I used to get it all the time. And it's like one of the worst, like, feel like not, not one of the worst things, but it's just like, it's super shitty. It doesn't feel good. You feel like trapped. You feel like there's something on you or something's like holding you down. Yeah. And I know that's like a lot of times, oh, Jesus, I just like shook the whole table. I know that like there's that whole thing with like shadow people. Yeah. Like that's where most of the reports or not most, I can't say most, but a lot of people that see these things are in that sleep paralysis state, which is right, why which I is try so to weird. emphasize to people that I've seen this thing wide awake and sober. Like, like, yeah. On top of waking up in the middle of the night, but I've never experienced it in sleep paralysis, which is weird to me. So I've, uh, I've never, which is really weird because this used to happen to me all the time, like a lot. There was like a period of time of like one or two years or something where like it would happen to me pretty regularly, but I didn't know about shadow people then. I had had paranormal experiences before, but I didn't know that sleep paralysis was like kind of connected to like shadow people at all. But it, it used to happen to me all the time, but I never saw any shadow people, hmm. which is, I don't know. That's, that's like, a, yeah, it goes against the statistics right there for both of us. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying like, uh, <clears throat> I'm not saying that there weren't any. True. But, you know, one of the weirdest things, well, obviously, you know, I've had shit fly off the shelves. I've had... You know, I've heard audible stuff before, just mm-hmm. um, the stuff off walls, uh, like lights go off on me before that, you know, there's no way, like, you go and turn the switch back on. Yeah. Um, I've also had, I saw that smoky thing that I told you about. And then, I don't know if I've told this story, I might have told it a while ago. But 
I probably did tell a story a while ago, but I had like, I was sleeping over my friend's house. I was probably like early twenties or whatever. Uh, I was sleeping over my friend's house. He lived in like this old ass farmhouse that was, it was like a duplex apartment up above apartment below. We were in the below apartment and, you know, day was fun. We were just kind of like hanging out, drinking, smoking some sweet when I used to smoke, playing video games, going around doing whatever, and then playing some music. And then, you know, nighttime came, went to sleep. Uh, and I was dreaming about, it was one of those dreams where you dream about the day. Mm. It's kind of like repetitive, but it wasn't like one of the dreams where it's just like on repeat just like kind of going through the day, but it was like everything we'd basically done. So it was kind of weird, but I do remember just starting to feel kind of, uh, like in the dream for no reason. Cause nothing bad was happening at all in the dream. Like we we're just doing basically what we were doing in the day in the dream. I started to feel super uneasy and then like scared. And then like, what the fuck? And then I felt a pressure on my chest and then on the inside of my thigh, uh, on my, yeah. And then, um, and the weird thing was when I woke up, that pressure was still on my chest and on my thigh and it did like this weird ass slow, like release. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it, the pressure was still there. Then it's slowly like, like you woke up too early. It just like started going, yeah, and it just started going. Gradually went away, and the whole time I was just like, I was wide awake, and I was like, so fucking scared. Yeah, that's like strange. I was like scared out of my mind because I was just like, had never experienced anything like that in my life before, and like, like couldn't go back to sleep. Like I had like I think I had the flip phone phone at the time that like kind of slides open. Yeah, this like shitty ass phone. I just like kept like hitting the button and like fucking just holding it up until I did that until the sun came up, but it did not go wow. back to sleep because yeah, yeah, and like I oh my god that was that was probably like prop just because like there whatever was going on I was like there's something touching me yeah and you like felt the like full terror of it right and like. Everything else that happened has happened before has been sketchy, but never anything's really like touched me. I guess that's scary. It so. sucks that we gotta drive home in the dark because I'm a little baby. Driving home in the dark, I gotta check my back seat and then like walking in the door in the dark, and then you know, the, the whole sleeping in the dark. Like, I'm so scared. Of the dark, did you have any other notes? Well, that was pretty much it. I will say, I think I had talked about it on the show one time, too, that, like, I literally had, like, a light bulb taken from me. Like, a light bulb taken, removed from the socket. And I, the only explanation... At was house? Yeah, it was around the same time. Like, I know I had dealt with the Hatman stuff for, like, multiple, multiple years. But, like, at its peak point in that apartment next to where that hospice used to be, like, in that apartment, when the activity started getting, like, really intense in that same two-week span of something getting thrown in my room and waking up with it next to me in my bed. Earlier, before those two things happened, I was, like, home. Like, sometimes I won't leave for, like, two or three days. Like, it's normal for me to just... The like, house? Yeah, just, like, not leave. 
because I don't need to leave. Like yeah, it's you always should, you should change that. Yeah, I know. I need friends. Um, so you should yeah. just go do something every day. Yeah. Okay, we're working on it. But anyways, <laughs> like I didn't leave for a couple of days. Nobody came over. Like I literally didn't even go outside. And when I moved into this apartment, like I don't know, eight months before that, I had put light bulbs in everything because I'm afraid of the dark. Went used the bathroom. Turned the light on. It was like one of those pull cord lights. Light bulb was in there like it always had been. Later on in the evening, went to go back in the bathroom, turned the fucking light on. No light turns on. I'm like, okay. I went to go grab the bulb to like take the bulb out to change it. There's no bulb. Like I hadn't even slept yet. Like I, it's not something I did when I was like sleepwalking or anything. Nah. It's just so weird. And that bulb never turned up. Like I'm still to this day. I'm like, where is it? Yeah. So weird. Maybe your ex took it. Dun, no, dun, this dun. was before I met him. The maintenance man. No. Nope. The homeless I, I man. I was home all day. Nobody came over. Your cat. I didn't have a cat at the time. And how would he unscrew a light bulb? With his paws. Yeah. Paws and claws, baby. Paws and claws. But speaking about doing more, I do want to move out of New Hampshire. So if anyone's got an apartment for rent... Out I don't care Hampshire? anywhere, wherever you are. What's if, wrong with New Hampshire? Listen, what's if you your, have an apartment for rent problem? anywhere, just let us know. Let me know where it is, and I'll look up that area. And if it's somewhere, I'd be interested in moving in. Then I'm coming and I'm moving in because I like not to your apartment, but if you have an apartment for rent, <laughs> if okay? you need a. I don't want a roommate. If you want a girlfriend that cooks and cleans, <laughs> and astral projects on the side, and she, is practicing piano. And she has a really. Nice piano that she's bad at. Hit us up. Why do you Why do you want to move out of New Hampshire? What's your problem? I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. There's nothing here for me. What do you mean? What does that mean? Exactly that. There's nothing here. Like I, I'm. Do you I'm think great. there's gonna be stuff elsewhere? Like where? Okay. Where are you gonna move? I don't no, know. Here's a question. Here's a better question. What's your ideal place to live? Somewhere that that I can like walk to all the things I want to do for the most part. Like I can like go outside and just like go for a walk and then I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to go grab a coffee at the coffee shop and then I'm going to walk in this trail and then I'm going to like, oh, come out pop pop out by the ocean and walk by the ocean. And then, oh, on my walk back home, I'll probably stop at, I don't know. Go, like, go move to friggin' Hampton Beach. No. <laughs> no. You've seen the people that come out after friggin' 10 p.m. there? No, it's bad. <laughs> you don't, don't want to. Don't move to Hampton Beach. <laughs> the ocean in the winter, too, is depressing. Yeah, like, I just, I love, the winter is beautiful, and I love having seasons, but, like, until I experience somewhere else, like, like mm. the West Coast, for example, like, it's just so different. The people... Like, the personality types, like, the demeanor of people is just so different. Why don't you move out there? I can't afford to live in California. Just, I don't know, do some, like, bohemian And plus, I don't know. I you, like, I, live in, like, a trailer or something. I don't know if I could live. Like, I don't know. It's, I, I didn't, I don't know if I could, like, live there long term. Like, I'm sure there's a, probably an area that would be okay for me, but, like, I don't know. As much as I want to live near things to do, I also don't want to feel like I'm crowded and living in a parking lot. And I feel like I feel like most of like those areas in California, you'd feel like you're living in the fucking parking lot. Well, if you move to a city, that's what you're gonna get. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm saying if you have an apartment for rent, let me know where it is. Do you like living in the country? I I would live out in the middle. Like at the same time, I would live out in the middle of nowhere as long as like 
Why don't you go work on a dude ranch? A dude ranch. <laughs> oh my god, I've heard that. Wrangle horses. No, like in uh, freaking Yellowstone or sure. Know, if Mont- there's an whatever. open position on some ranch with horses, I might even consider that. Listen, I think maybe you just need to change your mindset a little bit. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. the yoga will help. I signed up for that yoga. Oh right, you signed up for like ten thousand. Like, what are they certification courses or? Yeah, pretty much like a certified yoga instructor, Pilates instructor. It was basically I was going for the yoga to do continuing education education credits for my personal trainer, mm-hmm. cert, uh, whatever I have there, certified personal trainer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just do the yoga for continuing education. But then they were offering this bundle. So, yeah, now I'm going to be a whole bundle of things. A whole bundle. So they mm-hmm. got you. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I am hearing. That you're a chump, and they were like, "It was a good deal." Well, you could sign up for just Pilates and yoga, but we'll also offer you this deal for uh, hot like yoga, yoga, Pilates, transformation, uh, strength coach. and conditioning, life coaching for a significant rate at sixty nine ninety nine for way less. You're saving a shit ton. Exactly. So they got it was you. a fucking deal. Chump of the year, Kristen. <laughs> no, I'm honestly like pretty good at spotting those out. But yeah. You, well, no. you weren't this time. It was a fucking steal. Okay? So what? What else have you been up to? Anything? Uh, we're getting the end of the show. How was your week? Did you do anything fun? Did you? I don't know. Scream at anyone in anger? No. Did you curse anyone with magic or? You know, people always ask me, like, what'd you do this week? What'd you do this weekend? I honestly am living, like, I think, I don't know if it's because the CPTSD or whatever, but, like, living in that survival state, I literally do not remember. I couldn't tell you what I did yesterday. I really, truly do not remember. Maybe you just need to do more things that are significant. Maybe that's, yeah, that could be it. I didn't look at it that way. So, yeah, what did you do? I can't really remember. I don't know. It's just... (laughs) Me? No. What did I do? Um, I've been trying to learn how to do carpentry. Cool. Oh, yeah. So I've been acquiring tools, and uh, I got a a tool belt, and I got some hammers. I got a new S-Twing hammer, which is a nice – it's a decent hammer. You know, it's one-piece steel, Mm -hmm. leather grip, Mm -hmm. American-made. Oh, yeah. I know what they are. No, you don't. You yeah, I do. You don't fucking know. I have in. two of them. No, you don't. I stole them. You stole them. You no, I didn't steal fucking them. Fucking thief. I didn't Kristen. steal them. What is your? Why are you, know you stealing what? My ex, shit? That my ex stole angry. my nice wooden hammer, and I never fucking got it back. So one day I saw a hammer in his work truck, and I was like, "Well, I needed a hammer. I needed my hammer back still, because there were plenty of times where I needed it and didn't have it. And so yeah, I I grabbed it, and it ends. It worked out because now I have a way nicer hammer. Nice. Oh, man. So I got my east my S wing hammer. I got a framing hammer, which I actually I had to remember that guy I was talking to about who uh who was who was the logger dude. The he's like a carpenter logger, but he like heard that Sasquatch bell. Oh yeah, and he like found tracks and shit. So yeah. I well I, uh, yesterday he showed up at a place I was working and. I gave him my hammer because it's a framing hammer that has like a waffle pattern on it. If do you know what that is? Yeah. It's like got these weird it's like a grid of weird bumps. Yeah. And you're only supposed to use it for framing because like you can't really use it on like any finished carpentry because it'll leave fucking like dots, like a waffle pattern. 
which is kind of dumb because then that means you just have to switch hammers instead of like you know just using it for everything but anyway i gave this hammer to him and he like did some weird german style of grinding and he <laughs> where he like kind of buffs it and grinds it on a weird like it's like a ooh it's like a sponge wheel or some shit or like i, I don't know but it's a german style and he like shaved it all off the waffles so now it's got like a nice clean polished oh face <laughs> on the fucking tip of the hammer so now i can use it wow on fucking stuff that's not just demo or a framing cool which is cool oh yeah but i also got you know i got a couple cat's paws i got a tape measure i have a ra- tell the people ra- what you need sir a razor knife tell them what you need hold on hold on hold on, hold on. okay hold on i got a, le- a small level they say tape measure. Yes. Speed square. Oh, I bought a set of three chisels from like a quarter inch. No, half inch, three quarter inch, one inch wood chisels. I think that's about it. This is so fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the tool belt. So now I have we one know. of those. So now I have a tool belt with it and I have like two hammers that hang off. So I feel cool. Like I got two guns, like I'm a cowboy. Wow. And now I'm just like. I whip out both my hammers. I'm like, and I just start hammering shit and stabbing shit with my chisels. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. <laughs> awesome. Just walking around with the old tool belt. Woo! Not using the tools. Just I just have it to I look know. cool. So like, people think I know what I'm They're doing. Like, that guy, like, don't bother him. He's working hard. <laughs> yeah, right. I just, I, what I, so what I really do is like, so I put the tool belt on and then I like cross my arms and then I do like, you know, grab my chin and like kind of scratch it. And I just look at stuff. So on, when I'm on the job site, people kind of think mm-hmm. that like, you're super. I'm like either like planning stuff or I'm like, you know, hmm, I need to do this. Or I'm taking like measurements. Yeah, you know, most thing. people are probably looking at you like that guy is a fucking idiot and I don't know what he's getting paid for. Because that's how when I see people standing around at job sites, I'm like, what the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> Like, I always see, like, a bunch of people working and sweating and, like, barely wearing any clothes at this point because it's fucking 87 degrees out. And they're Don't we work in a dentist's office? Yeah, I know, but, like, when I would drive home when they were doing all the construction, and then you always see, like, the one or two people that are just fucking standing there. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? It's hard work. I, I bet it is, but it's got to be even harder work when you're sweating and somebody is standing like that i wouldn't be able to do it it's like same thing in the office when you're like slaving away and then you look over and the other person's just sitting there fucking i don't think you i don't think you can really slave away in an office you say that but it is a lot of mental strain depending on what your mental strain sounds pretty millennial snowflake there are different levels of office work i will just say that it's like, well, sometimes you have to lift singular paper files, and then other times you have to lift boxes. Oh, you're talking about like boxes pure of office papers. work. Yeah, I mean, that can't be too bad. You're talking about the mind game. I'm talking about like the like mental the office complexity. politics. No, like, I'm talking about. Well, did you hear Susie? Looking at code. Susie said this to me, and, and <laughs> Susie's such a bitch. And fuck Susie. She, yeah, like she when, took you're, the last when I'm the... sitting there looking at freaking code and trying to like look at something. Or Code's fix, not hard. Or when I'm like looking at a complex problem or why something is broken, and someone's over there talking about Susie and her fucking dog's food. I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. So what I think is, you need to get out of the office. Yeah, I need another job too. So if anyone's hiring, 
Why don't you just do something where you like chip rocks all day? You know, like fun fact: when I was a, when I was a child, <laughs> I did really, and I still do really enjoy taking a smaller rock, taking a bigger rock, crushing the smaller rock, and looking at the sparkly dust. I'm not retarded, but I like <laughs> rocks. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about hammers and rocks. It's time. It's time, time to call it up. All right, closing words, Kristen. Stay spooky. That's it. And buy a candle. That's and thank you words. so much for your help with the piano. Seriously, it's it's life changing, <clears throat> and I'm blown away. So if you donated, I appreciate you. Really, you've made a huge difference in my life. So thank you so much. I don't think she really cares. She just wants more money. I don't. That's why I'm saying I reached my goal. She just wants. Thank you. She just wants money. Anything that would have gone extra over the piano, if I did get extra, would have gone to like one of the animal shelters for sure. Are you gonna? Like, what are you going to do in return for the people that donated to you? I am collecting addresses, and I am sending something, so. You know who also did shit like that was Ted Lazinski. Kaczynski. I don't know who that is. And he blew people to bits, so. If you're getting anything in the mail from Kristen. It was only going to be a candle and a thank you card. Just be, yeah. I I got, like, thank you cards there. have pianos Don't light that wick, because you'll probably explode. Fuck. I sound so creepy. Give me your money and your address. <laughs> final thoughts. That's it. Don't right. give me your address. My final question is what do you think Ron is doing right now? Um, I bet Ron is listening to all his wife's wonderful stories and dying to come home. I bet he wants to come home. You think Ron does? Mm. Yeah, you're right. He probably doesn't. He probably... I don't know what Ron's doing right this second. I don't even know what time it is in Aruba right now. If it's 8 p.m. here, what time's it there? I don't know. Why are you looking at me? Because you know everything, don't you? (laughs) Nope. Oh. (laughs) I think Ron had a fantastic time on his vacation. Yeah, but he's probably ready to come back and sleep in his own bed. I am hoping that he has some good stories to tell when he comes back next week. Oh, it's only an hour ahead of us. Yeah. No. He's probably on his way home right now. He's probably home. He's probably home. Anyway, this podcast was, I think, a little better than the other one. So my closing words are hopefully, because the last week's episode was kind of, it was basically garbage. Not any fault of mine, obviously. I think it actually was your fault because I got Mm. some feedback, but we'll just leave it at that. Well, let's hear it. No, I want to. No, hear we're it. just gonna leave it at that. I want to hear it right now. Um, Ron's gonna talk to you when he gets back. He's got to talk to me. He's got to talk to you when he gets back. About what? We're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna stop recording. Oh God! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's not getting fired, people. I'll let you know before before. Talk, talk to me about what? <laughs> I'm just making it up. You? Why are you always making shit up? Because <laughs> look at you. You're what fucking you? losing it over there. No, I just was. Why well, don't? It's hard to remember what you say over. <laughs> over two hours and it's like ooh maybe I, I maybe I said something <laughs> you probably did and no I'm I've, I've said a lot of things too. mild because I do say a lot of retarded stuff so at times you're like hmm but anyway alright let's get out of here I guess I'm gonna get fired so I won't be here next week Kristen will be doing introductions from here on <clears throat> we can and only hope what we can only hope <laughs> All right. Follow Chris and Deer and Crow. Oh yeah, ethereal.ghost 919 
And then in the bio on Instagram, there's a bunch of other pages. Tristan.a.buckley. Buck, Buckley. I think that's it. Is hey, there- Ron, New England, Wicked Planet Podcast. They're all going to be linked in the show notes, so follow us all, okay? Email us at thewickedplanet.gmail.com. Send all Tristan hate mail directly to my page. Thank you. Tell me how awesome I am. Awesome I am and how terrible Kristen is. Oh, you can send all the fan mail to his page and then CC me so I can see it too. All right, let's get out of here. Bye. Wait, wait. Wait. You didn't say your thing. I did. Oh, you did. All right, Buckley. (laughs) Stay spooky, motherfuckers. Bye.